Good morning, good afternoon and good evening from wherever and whenever you're listening to. This is the Peripety Affairs podcast, Flipping the Script, with today's guest... Sophie. Sophie, great to have you here. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well. A nice chilled morning for once. I had yeah, a little bit good. of a lying in bed. Not every day that we can do that, but it's always nice when we can. How <laughs> was your morning? Yeah, it was lovely. Quite, quite chilled as well, actually. So let's start at the very beginning then. What is your childhood memory of the arts? The first theatre piece I saw was probably Grease. Mm. I've got quite a bad memory, but I do remember, I think it was like one of my early birthdays, my mum took me to a show at Grease. And I just remember thinking like, oh my gosh, what is this? I want to be part of it. So yeah, after that, I was just like begging my mum to enrol me in dance classes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think it's interesting when people mention sort of the musicals and the pantomimes of childhood is there anything that stuck out with Greece that you thought oh I want to be Sandy or I want to be one of the pink ladies I think it was like just the whole I don't know like the collaboration like just everyone coming together probably like the ensemble of course like when you're younger you look at everyone you're like oh I want to be like the main girl I want to be Sandy I think I just love the idea of like working on like a project with so many other creative people just that whole thing do you know what I mean yeah I I think that's definitely there with the musicals on sort of a West End stage was it at the West End or was it touring it was touring yeah Yeah, touring definitely those sort of huge cast numbers over 20 people working on one piece it's really sort of overwhelming to think about it where did you go from there after that sort of inspirational moment did you get training as a child well I went to like a little local dance school so it wasn't anything like fancy to be honest (laughs) and I was also like really really shy when I was younger Mm. so I don't think anyone would have looked at me and thought oh she's gonna be in the arts when she's older like I was really really quiet but I just had like this real passion for dance so was it dance that was your first sort of way into the industry and then it sort of evolved from there it was yeah I really really wanted to be a dancer and I started watching all the step up films <laughs> and I was like oh I want to be like a hip-hop dancer that's really cool <laughs> um so yeah I, originally I wanted to be a dancer was there any sort of mode of dancing that you wanted to do was it sort of ballet was it contemporary it wasn't ballet because I mean it was a local dance school and it did things like freestyle dance and stuff like that so it wasn't really like technical or anything like that and I didn't know much about the industry then so I didn't realize how important technique was so it was more things like commercial dance and that sort of stuff that I was interested in I think it's it's definitely a, a strong career path to go down towards dance but there's a time and a place when it comes for dance to be over in terms of sort of the long liberty because well mind you people dance at varieties but that's few and far between yeah I mean I think it is interesting that you say that and I think you can be a dancer for your whole life in a way Mm. but then I I do agree I think it gets to a point where you're like oh maybe time to yeah do you know what I mean yeah (laughs) all the injuries and stuff I mean I, I mainly think of ballet when I think of dancing sort of that sort of short period of time where you do have sort of professional ballet dancers and then sort of in, in the sort of 30s mark that sort of dies down because ballet is yeah. sort of so impactful on the body so where did you go to university then? So I studied at SLP college in Leeds mm. and while I was studying there I also trained at a company called Both Feet it's a brilliant company and it's all Meisner based. What, what was it about um both feet but really intrigued you was it the miser it was yeah so when I started SLP like I said originally I really wanted to be a dancer I had that hunger for dance and I got into second year and I just kind of fell in love with straight acting like just 
not really musical theatre. I wasn't really as bothered as I was when I first started. And I had a really, really great acting teacher and he really pushed me and he could see that that was what I was passionate about. And he ran the company, both feet. His name's Adam, Adam Stadius, and he runs it with Stephanie Morgan. And yeah, he managed to get me like a place in his company with a few other students as well from SLP. And we just trained with other professional actors at both feet. So it was great having that training with people that were already in the industry. And I think that's so rare as well. But you're at that sort of university level, sort of the start of your career, and you're already being involved with sort of a professional theatre company with professional actors as well. So that must have been hugely sort of instrumental in sort of your training ability. Oh my God, definitely. And it was terrifying at the same time. (laughs) I was so nervous to be around all these actors that were doing what I, I wanted to do. So it was great. And the training was so good and just such a different kind of training because the Meisner technique is so exposing. And I yeah. remember when I first started it, I hated it <laughs> so much because I had this fear like, oh my gosh, someone's going to like call me out. Like when we're doing the exercise together, I'm just going to go red and like get really embarrassed and things like that. But the whole training helps you like listen to the other person basically. Mm -hmm. And it stops you from getting in your head and helps you get out of your head. And I think that was probably the best training because it kind of helped me get over the things that really prevented me from being my best actor self. (laughs) And I think that's also sort of very intriguing towards that listening is the key objective I think even if you took away just that little lesson is really important I mean during my training I know that we, we got taught that acting is reacting but acting is a bit more than reacting it's listening and reacting so that I think that's must have been hugely instrumental sort of during that sort of initial stages of your career definitely is there anything that impacted you most about the university I mean theatre company aside anything about the university training itself I definitely learned a lot of um, discipline when I was there just because of the way the kind of the college is run just being on time to things and because we were all so hungry for like our dreams when we were there we were really most of the time well behaved <laughs> um so we'd be at the door to college I think it was like eight in the morning and you had to be there on the dot otherwise like you wouldn't be like let in for the rest of the day <laughs> so it really taught me that discipline that you do need in the industry and like being on time and things like that that's those little things that the teachers that have a huge impact but what what's the standard saying that they normally say if you're five minutes late a day you're missing up to sort of half an hour off rehearsal time just little moments like that is really impactful on sort of an individual so what was your university training in was it in theatre it was yeah it was in musical theatre so I had singing dancing and acting lessons yeah so that sort of well-rounded approach but I, I, I say that what was your university training in because your career's taken a different turn in terms of that training and then where you land yourself in now so you're more film and tv based yeah yeah um and I think that does come from that kind of thing in second year when I thought to myself oh I just really enjoy enjoy acting in plays and stuff when we Mm -hmm. were working on plays in in college it was something that I enjoyed much more than musicals and through my training with my with the miser technique I don't know I I guess it just led me in that direction more and I realized that was what I wanted to do I really enjoy like the realism that there is in like straight acting as opposed to musical theater is there anything that intrigues you about the film and tv industry in comparison to theater I find the film and tv industry intriguing because I think there's more 
stories that have more depth to them it's my personal opinion I, yeah. I feel like there's so many like dramas at the minute that really follow great stories that people can learn things from and of course like people can go to the theatre and learn from that definitely but I just feel that there's just a little bit more depth there well that that's sort of the benefit of the camera isn't it we can sort of follow a character to the shops to down the streets in the home where the theatre is mainly staged in one place although you yeah. can have different sets is very staged in one place it's one aspect that we do see so how was that transition first of all into tv and film from musical theatre background yeah it was it was okay because I got my first short film when I was in college like in my graduation year like third year so I kind of was lucky in that sense I got a few little jobs to begin with and I think I had like two short films and a commercial for uni days or something so it, it was like a little start out for me because it wasn't like anything like big budget or something but it kind of helped me get used to being in that kind of environment on set mm. and I really enjoyed it so I was like yeah this is definitely what I want to do going forward. Can you give us a little bit of insight then in towards the work that you did? Um, I mean I'm really interested in that time two piece that you did. Yeah so Time Two um, is a charity and they did a campaign that basically tackled sexual harassment at the Cannes Lime Festival. So that's the advertising festival. And it was a really, I mean, I was so grateful to be part of that piece yeah. because it held such an important message, something that I really can relate to. So I was really happy to be part of that. But it was really interesting to be part of that project because the whole thing was in one take, which is where I think my theatre training came in really, really handy because mm. of course when you're on stage you have to learn your piece and be like 100% confident with it and you can do like monologues on stage things like that so it is like a, the whole thing's like a one take isn't it you don't have you yeah. can't like do it again and do it again if you get it wrong so I think that really helped because when I was doing this like one take of this scene in a taxi I could do it and I think that's definitely with the help of the theatre training. It's interesting that you mentioned sort of that training is the, the initial thing that helps you towards being in the film and theatre the, the film in the television industry sorry because people normally say that it's easier to transition from theatre into film rather than film into theatre so I think that's really sort of an insight into towards that yeah I feel like it probably would be easier because it, film and tv is so naturalistic so it, with people that have been used to that naturalism to then go into theatre where everything's got to be like really projected and it can feel really weird but I think because I've already had that training I've been there and I've kind of known how to like dull it down film and tv yeah I think that would make sense that it would be easier is there any projects that you was involved in that people wouldn't expect you to be involved in yeah I worked as an agent's assistant when I first moved to London I still actually I still work for her now every so often but I moved to London and my housemate worked for her and she had like a job position come up and she was like oh do you want me to send your CV in and I was like yeah go on then because you know how it is when you (laughs) you move to London and you're like anything (laughs) and I'd never like never expected like myself to be you know learning how to be a junior talent aide that there I was I got the job and it was probably one of the most beneficial job for me because I got to learn so much about the industry that actors tend to not get to learn and it Mm. can feel a bit like a mystery like the behind the scenes of how it all works like the process and the casting and things like that and I got to see a lot of that so yeah it was definitely a big big help and that must have been instrumental in getting sort of further jobs then if you if you know sort of the insight that others don't yeah I mean I could see like what was casting at the time Mm. and um I could see how other actors 
youngsters were approaching getting jobs I would be able to see their self-tapes of course and submit them for things so all of these little things did definitely help me like navigate the industry more I'd learned how to because I remember <laughs> in my audition for time two they of course you go in the room and they ask you for a slate because this was like my proper like first big audition I was yeah. like a bit nervous and like clumsy <laughs> and they asked for a slate and I was so glad that I worked as a junior agent before because I wouldn't have had a clue like what to do for the slate yeah. like with your hands and like your profiles and stuff so that's that's definitely benefited me. Again it goes back to sort of that university experience that you've sort of got insight that others won't have in terms of you've got theatre insight but you've got also behind the scenes insight that must really be beneficial towards the, the work that you do now. Yeah. Yeah, definitely that like, I would recommend anyone in the industry if you want to have like a different perspective on the industry I would recommend you know being an agent's assistant for a while yeah. just to get an idea of what it's like behind the scenes it will really help your career and I think that's a really important lesson for everyone to start off learn that there's no one single narrative that people in the sort of performing arts sector go down towards other guests that we've had on have talked about those moments where they've done work that they didn't dream of doing but they've done just to be a bit more beneficial towards the work that they want to do so that can be whether it be teaching whether it be an assistant towards sort of the casting director those sort of agents assistant jobs those really are impactful towards us learning the process and how to learn to navigate the industry definitely I think it's really important that because I feel like when you're training a lot of the time it can be like you need to fit a certain bracket this is the work you're going to do because you are this person and you look like this so you're going to be doing this like it's very limited what you learn but when you get into the industry and you start like you know looking at different opportunities there's so many things that you can do if you yeah. look that you wouldn't necessarily think of when yeah. you first graduate. and just leading on from that the sort of the bonus section I'd say about your sort of body of work but I I'm really interested in just because I'm a massive Paloma Faith fan would you work on Pennyworth yeah <laughs> you were Bet Sites body double how was that how was working in that sort of field I mean this was like a big stepping stone for me because I've never been on like a massive set like that before yeah and like, I remember all the COVID tests and like it just felt so surreal because it was a very like quick turnaround and I remember going into it was at Warner Bros in Leavesden and like going to the studio and like being like oh my gosh like <laughs> when did I end up here like geez um but it was really really interesting and it was it definitely felt like I was in a good place do you know what I mean like, yeah because I was nervous but I wasn't like oh I don't like this do yeah. you know what I mean the excitement nervous the, the yeah push. yeah yeah exactly but it was really weird because obviously I've never worked as a body double before so I didn't really have that experience so it was a kind of like a technique that I hadn't learned and yeah. I kind of had to try to just pick it up on the spot of like how to basically copy someone and their like movements yeah. So it was really, really interesting. Is is there any sort of tips that you could, could give towards getting jobs like those, those sort of jobs that people don't really seem to come across? Yeah, I mean, I think, I feel like every random, well, I'll, I'll say a random like agent's assistant, things like that, like they, they've always came from someone that I know. Like, so it was kind of like by chance, like I moved into a flat and with a bunch of strangers and one of them worked as... <laughs> an agent's assistant and an actor 
do you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> do you know what I mean? So it's like, so it was kind of by accident. But I think the difference is like, if someone does bring up something different in the conversation and, you know, it might not correlate to what you're doing right now, but if they do like talk about an opportunity that is a bit different from your from what you're doing, mm-hmm. it's definitely worth looking into because it could bring out other sides of you and like different parts of the industry and different perspectives it's all worth looking into it's always about being open I think instead of being open to sort of what whatever the universe throws at you yeah I think so I think I was always like I think when I was at college I really wanted like to have that like five ten year goal mindset Mm. but and I did kind of have that have that when I left college but now I'm kind of just like can I have that in this industry (laughs) do you know what I mean like I feel like it's literally just um taking like the things that you want that sound interesting I'm not saying like just take anything that anyone says oh I'm doing this okay I'm gonna do that too yeah of course it's got to align with you in some aspects otherwise you're just not going to be happy but yeah just keep open do you think the the pandemic's had an impact on you in terms of that sort of mindset yeah I feel like I'm in a completely different stage of my career right now compared to before the pandemic and it's probably because recently I started working with a company called Active Training Team it's been a, a brilliant company to work for because they're lovely anyway they're such a wonderful company they value their actors as well and I think that's really made an impact because doing like one performance a week and their projects run for like years so having that kind of thing like looking at those kind of companies that might not be what you they might not do the things that you're used to in terms of like you know acting in a play or acting on a tv series but if you have like these other options of companies like role play companies things like that they will help pay your bills but you'll also be able to keep acting i think that's really something that has moved my career forward because i was quite unhappy when i was struggling so many different jobs all the time mm-hmm. with like promotional work and things like that that's interesting that you mentioned sort of active training team because they're data-based so it's almost like you've done a very long circle back into sort of going into theatre how, how is it then going back into theatre how, how do you feel about it it was actually quite difficult at first because I've been so used to like keeping it as natural as possible and as mm. small as possible so then stepping back into the rehearsal room I was like oh what am I doing <laughs> but now I'm kind of used to it again but it's definitely taken a while to get used to if you could remove all barriers and constraints what project would you want to be involved in if I could remove all barriers and constraints I would probably want to be in one of those female-led films like what was it I watched recently is it Moxie yeah like that was so brilliant like things like that like I'd love to be in a film that really tackled an issue that resonated with me that's just what I love about doing this so probably something like Moxie or a film like Bombshell or something like that I think in in my experience anyway that there's two sides to the industry there's the entertainment side of the industry and then there's sort of the the documenting the real life of what's going on in sort of a society today that sort of political side and I think it's really interesting when we do get involved in the political side because there's there's so many issues that we can talk about and it gets really sort of nitty and gritty and you do feel very passionate about your work and you feel especially with the year that we've had we've not been able to sort of have the same voice that we we normally have well mm. in, in the theatre industry it's a little bit different in film but yeah that sort of finding your voice with those sort of projects is really impactful 
what excites you about the future? I am really excited about all the authentic stories that are coming to the mm. front of things. I feel like it's the future. I feel like this is what people want now. And mm. I think that's so exciting because that's what should be at the front of things, I think. Because we're near the end. What recommendations do you have for us today? I would recommend, I mean, my favourite book, and I've, this has already been mentioned on your podcast before. Oh, has it? <laughs> Hannah. But um, Big Magic by Elizabeth um, mm. Gilbert is like one of my favourite. It's kind of like self-help for creatives. Yeah. Um, but it's really a really good book because it really helps you like get motivated to embrace your creativity in different ways. I think that's really good because it just brings out other sides of you that yeah. will help your acting. Second time we've we've sort of mentioned the book. So yeah, I think listeners out there, get it on your Amazon list. Go, <laughs> go, go and get it. Um, finally then, for conclusion, the question that I really like to ask all my guests is if you could talk to someone younger than yourself, what message would you give them? Yeah, I have two messages because I did think about this before. So my first one is basically because it's really easy when you're new in the industry and especially if you're young it's really really easily um, really easy to kind of take on everything that people mm. say to you and there is a lot of abuse of power in the industry especially when you're training especially when you've just graduated and I think people need to know that you can speak up and you can challenge people and I know it's easier said than done because I've been there everyone's been there <laughs> do you know what I mean I'm sure yeah. but if you follow Helen Raw on Twitter. She has a an organization called the British Actors Network. She is doing some amazing work at the minute. Basically, you can report things to her yeah. confidentially, but she's creating a list of people that do abuse their power in the industry. It's just a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant platform that she's creating. So yeah, don't be afraid to speak up about it. And the other thing I would say <laughs> is basically just be you. Like I know that sounds really cliche, but I think it's really important that you just try and be yourself as much as possible because it's very easy to look up at the successful people in the industry and like think oh they're really successful so I need to be just like them you want to mold yourself to like be with someone that isn't real things like that it's it's just going to make you really unhappy. So just try and be yourself as much as possible. I think both, both those messages are really strong and powerful. Sophie, it's been a pleasure talking to you today. Thank you for Thank coming you on board. Thank you guys for listening. Um, and we'll see you next week on the next podcast. Take care, everyone. Thanks.